to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I'm Kayfabe AJ. I'm Kayfabe Focus. And I'm E.A. And this is Kayfabe Avenue. And tonight we're bringing you the AEW uh, Dynamite wrap-up and uh, wrapping up everything for AEW for the week. So let's get right into it with some results from Dark Elevation. So, Elevation. Yes, sir. We had John Moxley defeating Danny Limelight. We had Tay Conti uh, defeating Maddie Rankowski. So I'm, I'm glad to see Tay Conti rebounding from that uh, loss a few weeks ago. We got Jurassic Express defeating Chaos Project. Alex Reynolds. Um, well, who, who's who's not gonna defeat Chaos Project, right? Um, we got. I can think of a couple people. <laughs> we got Alex Reynolds defeating Isaiah Cassidy. Thunder Rosa defeating Renee Michelle. Good to see Renee Michelle back. Britt Baker defeats Rachel Rose. I don't know much about Rachel. Um, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky defeating Fuego Del Sol and Baron Black. Poor Fuego. Damn. Uh, Eddie Kingston defeats VSK. We have Matt Hardy and Mark Quinn defeating... Who was it? Uh, uh, Dean Alexander. Oh, I can't see my notes. And Dylan McQueen. I don't know who that is, admittedly. Uh, we have Jade Cargill defeating Rika Tahaka. We got Matt Seidel defeating Manny Smith. Layla Hirsch defeating Danny Jordan. Good to see Layla Hirsch getting some wins in. Lee Johnson defeats David Ali. And Chuck Taylor defeats Vary Morales. I don't think I've seen Vary Morales pick up a single win ever. He's okay. another one getting right. walked. He's another Fuego. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you could say he rarely wins. <laughs> it varies. <laughs> it varies. <laughs> so let's move on to OG Dark, AEW Dark. We got Dark Dark. Dark, dark. We got light, dark, and dark, dark. So, yeah. moving on to AEW Dark, dark. We got Diamante defeating Willow Nightingale. As somebody new, I don't know who that is. Varsity Blondes defeats Jalen Brandon and Trayvon Jordan. We got Lance Archer defeating Angel Fashion. Jungle Boy defeating Marty Cassius. Ryan Nemeth and Cesar Benoni defeats. Liam Gray and Adrian Alanis. The Factory defeating Jake Logan, Ryzen, and Rick Recon. We got Brian Cage defeating Bear Bronson. That was a good match. Big Swole and Red Velvet defeating MK Twins. I guess some new, there's a lot of the new uh, female talent. The Claim defeats Sunny Kiss and Joey Janela. John Moxley and Eddie Kingston defeat Milk Chocolate. Powerhouse Hobbs defeats Mike Seidel. 
Chris Statlander defeats Julia Hart. Ten defeats J.D. Drake. Nyla Rose defeats Ashley D.M. Boyce. Evil Uno, five, and Cole Cabana defeats Spencer Slade, Cole Carter, and Andrew Palace. And finally, Dante Martin defeats Aaron Fry. That was a good match, too. Cole, doesn't, Cole Cabana doesn't have a, a designated number? No. That's weird. I didn't, I didn't realize that. That's crazy. I didn't even think of that either. Profound, like, why are they? I've never really heard them give him a number. I mean, you could call him six if you want. That's the only one that's missing, right? No, but he's Jewish, so he has a six point star. So, <laughs> okay, all right. Um, let's move straight on to the next AEW rankings for this week. So, uh, what do we got here? All right, for the men's ranking this week, we got Kenny Omega. Let's, let's make this a little bigger. Kenny Olivier. Kenny Olivier with 4 and 0, overall with record win. of 45 and 12. We have Darby Allen, TNT champion, 9 and 0, 31, 13 and 1. So, once again, every week we have to make mention these two guys, uh, respective champions. They share the same rank system. So, the round robin is for all of them. So, that equals the most convoluted system, <laughs> I guess, in, in the rankings, period. The men's rank system is always up and down and makes no sense. So, let's see if it makes sense this week. We got... Orange Cassidy at number one, eight and zero. Yep. Pac at five and zero. Yep. Still don't understand how, but whatever we've been saying. This week. And they had a match about that later on tonight. We'll Pac, to Pac got on this ranking out of left field to begin with. Because, because I thought I'm saying I'm Yeah, but he was mostly doing a lot of. You, 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 you don't you notice how Hangman Page only lost once. And yes, went instantly went to five. And then Orange Cassidy, who has zero losses, is way higher. Pac is way higher because they have they have they're on an undefeated streak. So that means they're hot, I'm guessing. I don't know. They just need to split the division because it'd be confusing. Cause if you look at it, the first three, it's all going for Kenny. You know what I'm saying? So that doesn't leave no room for Darby Allen and his division or who should challenge him. He, that's why most of his matches or his, his um his defense be open challenges. Somebody just randomly pop out these couple of weeks. You feel me? I don't mm-hmm. know. Because if they give him a division, he'll be able to develop his own stories within that own division for other people to grow as well. But they don't think about that. You know what I'm saying? So, so and, oh then, well. and then he had a title match with none other than, than Miro, who did not even have one match as a singles competitor, not even on this list, and he automatically had a contract. Man, we're going to talk about that later. No, nah, he didn't have a con- Is that Darby has open challenges every week. You feel me? And 99.9% of the time, it has nothing to do with the rank system. And that's just his... They, act- they, act- they actually rearranged the rank system to justify it. Yeah, this week, because look at the the top three. 
it wasn't looking like that last them, week. And Brian Cage got on them just because he beat Hangman. You know, so <laughs> it is what it is. All right, well, do you think this week the men's division looks at least semi-accurate or accurate at all? I don't know how, how you could think that is accurate when you have seven and one, six and one, and eight and one. In the bottom. <laughs> yeah, even even though um Hangman took that loss last week, he should definitely be at least ranked three. It's it, it just doesn't at least. like either lose focus on the rank system and like phase it out or go all the way in with it. Like this picking and choosing shit is like why make the big focus on AEW rankings if it's hardly ever correct? Let's move on. We got the women's rank system. Hikaru Shida, 3-0. The worst AEW champion. Period. Um, nah. I stand by that. We doing that. She it down. We doing that. We doing that. She she held held it down. Every woman, it was- every single woman in this division has a higher record than you. The champ. She just say putting it enough. Yeah, he, he's he not even on the work. show. Got that Brock I'm putting in the work, even if he <laughs> comes in once every three months. Like she's not even on the show. She got Brock. Horrible. We got Britt Baker. Wait, wait, wait. Matter of fact, who's she facing? Who's she facing? Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Just wanted to make sure. It's Hopefully time though. It's time. Take that fucking title away from her because I'm I'm sick um, of having a, a champion that one can't cut promos, two ain't even around to cut promos, three is and everybody not on that fighting. list is putting it work. And the whole yeah, putting look, it, look at look at the numbers on this division. Look at the damn numbers. All of them is put like at 10 8 and shit. Like 10 1 10 2 Thunder Rosa. 11-3, Tay right. Conti, who, in my opinion, should have been the champion at this point. She should have just dropped then if you was going to continue to do nothing. Then we got Nyla Rose, 8-2, and, and Rev Velvet, 6-1. and one. Come on, man. Every woman on work. this division, even Jade Cargill, is putting in more work than this person, than, than the champion. <laughs> Layla Hirsch. Yo, all like, them girls is the hungry, people, yo. Like, yo, you know what it is? That that the division is hungry, yo. They hung. you know what it is? Yeah, you know what's the crazy thing? They don't even update the AEW women and roster, so you can't even look at all the girls that they signed and how many more wins that, that they, they have. It's smart girls. that they don't do that because then we'll be able to week in and week out show the anomalies that prove that the rank system makes no fucking sense. Like I've said from day yeah. one, yeah. I've been putting I've, in work. Listen, we've argued tooth and nail about the rank system and past people on the show done said, oh, it makes sense to try to justify it. And then look, we have their own information that AEW provides on a weekly basis to disprove almost every rank. So it is what it is. The next one, the women's division looks the most accurate it's usually is week in and week out. So we'll move straight on to the tag team division. Matt and Nick Jackson form one in tag team um, matches. 
We got SCU 13 and 0 asterisk, 11 and 4 asterisk because they're not <laughs> counting. <laughs> um, they're not counting that loss that SCU should have been broke up by. Uh, 6 and 0, Scorpio Sky and Ethan Pace. So they ended up pretty quick. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right. They that weren't is... in that match. The yeah, you're right. Battle Royal. Um, we're talking about the Battle Royal at the last pay-per-view event that was supposed to decide um, who's the number one contenders, which it became Pac and Ray Phoenix for no reason because, like, did that go anywhere? Um, and then we got this asterisk on SCU because they should have broke up due to that loss. But it is what it is, AEW. We got the claim that seven and two, and we got FTR still on the rankings for no fucking reason because they haven't even been wrestling in straight up tag team. And there's other tag teams that have way more wins than yeah. them. And putting so, in more work because, but they've been busy with the inner circle pinnacle story. Have they though? That's all they've been doing. Have they been busy? Just have they though? Promos, they all over every segment. It's always them two. Are they though? <laughs> like I, I remember them having a vacation, coming back, and then they still have a little vacation. And in, in those weeks, they did no tag team wrestling. Nah, they haven't. I'm, I'm, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, well, they're not busy. They haven't <laughs> like, been putting in no work at all. They're not busy then, they're bro. Too they're busy doing busy. that dumb shit. Not well, they, the stadium. They, they busy not doing nothing. Right. Busy not doing nothing. Let's check, <laughs> That's a let's check the roster. Let's check the roster real quick. A little spoiler from tonight. Damn. That's fucked up. Yeah, that is fucked up. But oh well. He wasn't even on. The, we'll no. talk about that when we get to it. I already had them bars. All right, let's see. Hmm. They're they are 4 0, right? FTR? Yeah. No, but you got to understand, Alex Reynolds, all his wins isn't with John Silva. Oh, no, but I wasn't. That's why I wasn't going to mention him. I'm just trying to confirm it was 4-0. Three, three, three and 3 for Hybrid 2. Yeah, 4-0. 4-0. I like how they, how they updated having um, Christian on, but... They haven't updated the full roster. <laughs> They had. They don't have anybody else though. They put Colton Gun up there. I don't think he was up there last time. Look, top flight four and all. Yeah, but he's hurt. The top flight. Top flight's injured right now. Yeah, Darius is hurt. Is injured. This three and zero is with Mox, ain't it? I think so. Not sure. Not all of. And I don't think all his. Um, Not sure. Mox. Four and all. Private that's not party. all with pri- that's not all as private party though. Same thing with John Silva. Jungle Boys tag team record. 13 and six. Regardless if that's the one or two offs with um Marco. Marco. He's I think still has you know what? I think I think Lucha's injured because I think Lucha's injured because he, he wasn't seen on, on dark or elevation. Kip before Miro turned on them three and one. Let's see. 
I think you know what? I'm, it's starting to look pretty God, good. Man, has pretty. a tag team three and five for the Sidal brothers. Shit, they gotta step their game up. Punk. Well, Tisa Santana's four and two. And they're not even mm. on ranking at you, all. You know, you know who's who who's been slowly getting wins? The pretty pitch picture. Yep. In the circle, four and two. But the yeah. two losses will put them under FTR. You're right. You're right. Okay, so look at the butcher. No, but you know what? That's not all with but it should be. Look. There's only there's five or no. They should yep. be up there. They should be up there. They, the Butcher and the Blade should definitely At be least up there. five of them was with and each other. They only got a pass this week because some of them, those tag teams that should be on the ring system are injured right now. Yeah. Let's, let's see if they updated the women's roster, which I doubt. Oh, I'm Ugh. Five and one. Two and one. Anna J. Poor Anna J. I think I think she's gonna get yeah, clear. Still on the roster. Uh, yo, straight up, Lowe got canceled, so I'm pretty sure she's gonna come back. So, was already at four and oh. Yeah, Jay Cargo four and oh as well. Look at my baby Larry Hurst nine and three. She needed she need to get a little bit more wins and put herself on that. No, they hungry in the women's They're division. Ranked. A lot of these women is getting put in work. Penelope four or five and one. They all putting in work this year. Red Velvet is ranked five with six and one. So that makes so, so technically Layla Hurst should be ranked five. Should be five. Yep. She should be ranked five because of the nine wins. The three losses brings her down to six and oh, technically. It's, it's the, compared to Red Velvet. So, yeah, she definitely should be ranked five. Yeah, she's been pointing. Maybe if she gets another win on uh, the upcoming elevation or regular dark, maybe. Uh, Serena D. How has Serena D been? Has she actually been on NWA Power or something? Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, what the fuck? That right, right now, right now, and also, um, so has Thunder Rosa, and um, Thunder Rosa is in a is in a feud with um with Camille, saying that if she loses against Camille, she can't go back to AEW. That's great. It is what it is. I don't know. I feel. I just feel like they they should have Kylan King up there. They need to have Danny Jordan. They need to have the girls that they usually have all the time. Like you know, even though they're they're they're, they're getting squashed, but it's like they need to keep them up there, man. Because and because it's like yo, you got you got long running job. Is like, why hasn't been there since the first dark episode? Why is he still not on the roster? That was, it's been like one year afterwards. Are you trying to tell me that he's been <laughs> that he still doesn't have a contract after one Bingo. year? Fuego's involved in so many things in BTE and Sammy Guevara's blog. He's been around for almost a year himself. He had a, he had a good storyline with QT that they could have pushed somewhere. 
What's the point? Keeping these and people on dark is like it's dumb because you you over inflating dark. Yeah, but was, and then you're over. Wasn't Baron Black on, on the roster? The, wasn't that wasn't Baron Black on, on the roster list? Was he? Oh, was he? I hope not. Trash. <laughs> oh, I, I hope not. No. <clears throat> it's not just about Barry Black. Just me. The only thing that interests me about him is when people shit on him on BCE. That's because he's an extra. Pretty much it. All right, so let's get into this AEW Dynamite. And honestly, I gotta say that first match that they had IWGP United States Championship on the line. Yugi yeah, Nagata versus John Moxley. That was a great match. And I like the fact that because it was the United States uh, Championship for New Japan, that they had it in New Japan rules. 20, 20 second count outs, um, hour time limit. So And then they gave they, they definitely gave uh, like an explanation of the rules too, which was pretty good. Yeah. I just yeah. wish they would have had like a like a New Japan ref, like a a well known New Japan ref there. They should have, that, you know, to call it that. They should have Rush. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure if Rush could come because remember, in in Japan, the COVID lockdown is increasing. Oh, well, I haven't had no updates on Japan in a long time. But that that that's unfortunate. But um, the continue, I guess, partnership yeah. between New Japan and AEW starting to shine through a little bit more. We finally get the the first, I believe, championship defense on AEW television. I guess a New Japan star. So um Yugi Nagata, he a he, New Japan legend. Yeah, at that, because yeah, he's, he's around a legend for like I think he's like 15, 20 years already. Um he used uh, to be in WCW. Oh, that's right. They said that Tony Schiavone actually mentioned that, and they said that Tony Schiavone called the last match that um Yugi Nagata was in in WCW. And now, all these years later, he's calling his first match yeah, on AEW. So yeah. that, that, that's Crazy. pretty. That's pretty dope. So a lot of full circle and a lot of you oh, know illusion to the fact AEW is like kind of a WCW reboot. Um, the fact that they continue with these illusions to the past. But as far as this matchup goes, top notch. A, a shout out to <coughs> them changing Moxley's um entrance. A lot of people are bitching about yeah, it online. But I wasn't I, bitching. I was just I was like, all right, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Like, no, I, I saw <laughs> some people actually just bitching, like, oh, why would they change this music? I was because honestly, they, they don't they don't they don't understand that's that's uh Orita's um theme song in uh Big Japan and Old Japan, the deathmatch guy. Yeah. So that, that 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 was his theme song. So now that Moxley had that exploded barbed wire match, he's the new Narita. I mean, yeah, the guy. I mean, whatever Narita. <laughs> so I like I get it because honestly, honestly, that 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 song doesn't really fit his his um, you know. Is, it doesn't like he's supposed to be just like some kind of biker, not like some kind of hippie, you know. Well, I, I was I mean, just like whatever. You I think you could. I you wasn't could use wild thing in like a, a rocker kind of outlaw 
kind of way too. I think it worked for him. I, I was one of those like, oh shit, wild thing is it's rare that wrestling uses licensed songs. Period. Unless it's like a pay per view build up and it's like a cross promotion between the band or the mu- or the musician and and you know the promotion that they help in cross promote. But usually for them to just have a song licensed out of left field, that's rare. So I I enjoyed that. I like things like that, like the little details, like a Titantron change or you know a little a little change to the presentation. So I always appreciate like, like adding Snoop Dogg to your rock song. No 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I did not appreciate that. Cody was really garbage with that move. And, wow. uh, you know, I got some bars for Cody, but we'll get to that. As far as this match, though, uh, you, you, Yugi Nagata showed out, really gave Moxley one hell of a fucking match. Saw a couple of German suplexes. Yeah, you know, it was definitely New Japan feel. Yeah. Um, Moxley really sold, sold that. Um, that aspect, that change of style. So I, I definitely did appreciate it. What, um, of course, John Moxley wins and retains the, the IWGP uh, United States Championship, which to me is kind of surprising because me personally, I, I haven't really been keeping up, admittedly, with New Japan on their end. But it's kind of weird that we don't have Mox defending there and not even on... um the new Japan strong and he's still having the title. So I, f- I found that a little weird personally, unless they plan on continuing to build like the cancer coming back or new contenders for new Japan coming yeah. over. Well, they, they, well, they did mention on dark when, cause John Moxley bought the IWTP title to dark and basically I, I forgot, but, um, uh, a couple down, a couple matches down, um, there was a Lance Archer match, and Jake the Snake mentioned that Lance Archer had the U.S. Championship at one time as well, and he said that he might be trying to get that back one day. Hmm. Well, so they, never, they did mention a no. lot of the former champions um, during the match, like Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes. Lance Archer was definitely mentioned among them. So, I mean, anything's possible with that, but I. According to like the ending of the show, I, I think his his uh eyes are set on something else, but we'll we'll get to that. <clears throat> um you guys have any last last thoughts on, on the actual matchup? Or what do you guys rank the match? No, nah, I thought it was fire. I, I gave it nine. eight already. You know what I mean? Like I thought it was definitely a dope match. I like that they they um gave each other respect at the end of the match too. That was dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'd give it like an eight. Eight and a half, probably. I'll lean, I'll lean more towards eight. Um, it, it felt like a New Japan match, and that's the biggest thing I, I, I liked about it. it. It was clearly a traditional style match. A lot of people in, in AEW don't follow yeah. regular, you know, ring psychology like and match rules. So this was like a breath of fresh air, something new. I hope they continue... Uh, put in defenses of the IWGP United States Championship or even other titles. Hopefully we have more inclusion from that brand and we get more stars coming over. But yeah, I give it an uh, eight and I think they should continue along this this route. Where I agree. What do you give it though, E? I give it an eight. You give it an eight too? All right. So 
Before we um, move on to the rest of the show, let's take a quick break to our sponsors, the guys who keep the lights on, keep this Kayfabe Avenue train moving, as you can see in the background. Uh, so we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. Uh, we left off with the United States Championship from New Japan being defended and retained by John Moxley. Great match. Go, go out your way to go see that. Um, we move along to the inner circle addressing the pinnacle. So it's a three-man unit at this point. We got um, Jericho supposedly injured and Santana, who was snitched on by MJF for stabbing him with a fork, was um, actually locked up. So um, it was just Hager, Sammy, and Ortiz. And Ortiz straight said it. MJF, that was bitch moves. Um, the all cut of decent promo is rare that you hear Hager speaking, so that was a good look. Um, pretty much banning the pinnacle. Like, if you guys don't freaking give us a rematch, like we're gonna straight up kill you. Like they, they definitely threaten murder on like TV. They like I'm not. We not stopping, yo. We not stopping. Yeah, they definitely threaten murder on live TV. And with MJF already snitching, I see yeah. order protection. I see an order protection coming in play. I, I I see the cops being on TV. Word. <laughs> MJF going to have high security, walking down to his matches. It's going to be stupid. Um, You guys got any thoughts on that little promo? No, it was all right. It was good. You know what I mean? Didn't they, didn't they hit, uh, splash him with a little bit of the bubbly? That's later on down the line. We'll get to it. Later. Um, oh, yeah. This segment was pretty much telling them before the pinnacle – has the little celebration later on in the night. Oh, right, right, right. Um, pretty much we want a rematch, and you got something to answer. So moving on to another promo, which was overly, overly, overly hyped, as is everything with Cody Rhodes. Like, this man has to have an entrance oh. for an entrance for an entrance. He has to have an intro to his intro music. He's extra. And for all the shit that people talk about, um, and his complaints about Triple H, brother, you are AEW's Triple H in his I am the game uh, prime. You <laughs> soak up fucking TV time and everything is about you. Like, you got to be super. Why the fuck do we need a week, two weeks in advance to hear about a fucking announcement? And it's an an announcement to a promo. <laughs> there was nothing announced. There was nothing important announced. It was just a regular ass fucking promo. Yo, I was, thought it was long. Yo, bro, I thought it was promo. Long. One of his worst promos. I it's thought crazy. it was long winded. I thought that dude, you yo, took I, too long to get yo, to fuck your point, yo. First of all, first of all, I was I like, Randy was pregnant again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and, and I'm like, wait, wait, you got another announcement? She, she pregnant. Her pregnancy her has a pregnancy. <laughs> she having a child. In with another child, but they're not even twins. This <laughs> was one of his worst promos ever, yo. Like, yo, you first might be all, bad, Cody. Did, you might did, be a did the first ten minutes brother. of that promo not feel kind of a little bit racist to you? I ain't know yeah. what the fuck he was trying to say though. Like, it's a man long to get to the fucking yes. point. And the thing is, before he actually said it, I'm already like, he's gonna just gonna say he's the American dream, Cody Rhodes. That's all the yeah. fuck he's trying to say. Oh, yeah. I'm dressed up like America. I have my America tie. And while Anthony Ogogo 
I'm he's like, shitting uh, on America. He's got an American money and American paychecks, and I bleed American. And uh, shut the fuck up. Hurry All up. that just to say, hey, uh, by the way, since I got the rights to Cody Rhodes a, a few months back, I'm just gonna take American Dream because you know I've been pretty much trying to be my father this entire run. Yeah. So, so I'm gonna actually be my father now. Like I totally expect like a polka dot suit or like. Something along the lines like this man is super fucking cheesy, and like I usually <laughs> love Cody Rhodes and everything he does, but like I'm, I'm just waiting for him to be like, I'm the Malcolm Dream, Cody yeah. Rhodes, daddy. Yeah, hard go, times. I lost my daddy, start, and I've been cut. trying to become That's my bro, daddy bro. ever since I lost no. my daddy. And I'm first in the AEW booking, I'm booking my booking but I'm rather you know what I mean? Dusty Lee's got swag in his shit. His shit don't got no swag. It just takes it's forever true. to say what the fuck you mean, bro. And then just say you got fucking match at double or nothing with Anthony and Gogo and keep it moving. That's it. That's that's you all that promo was. That's all that's you all had to say. Was. I'm gonna fight like ten minutes, bro. I'm like, yo. I'm by the way, my new ring name starting on that day is <laughs> the American Dream, Cody Rose. Like, my dude, you 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 had that cringy like. Anti Black Lives Matter sounding ass promo just to say you're gonna transition and use your dash shit. We right. don't need you to announce every time you do something for your fucking fucking for your fucking father, bro. We don't need you to announce every time you got a trademark or fight for a trademark that Dusty created. Or when you steal another gimmick that's technically copywritten from WWE and you're you're just repackaging it because Dusty did it. I'm sick of that shit, bro. Create right. your legacy. Your father is a legend. We will always respect that. But create okay. your own legacy. That, is that too much to ask? Yes. I guess so. I guess so. Because he's the Malkin dream. Cody yeah. Rose that a, and he's going to show us some hard time. I hope you start talking like that. Maybe this <laughs> shit will be much more swaggier because you should be dragging, bro. Like, that shit oh. was a 15 minute long. First of I'm all, out. we have to get his intro for his intro, his entrance for his entrance. It should be too his long. His announcement for yeah. his announcement and his promo for his promo. So, you know so what Cody did? was like 20 minutes. Cody should just cut vignettes, like two, five minute vignettes. We don't need to see him out in the ring, Jones. It. Somebody like needs to tell him just bullet tell points, Daddy. Like he needs some bullet points. Just, just go down the <laughs> list, real quick, Daddy. Just a bullet point. That, that somebody got to tell him. Somebody got to tell him, Cody. Stop giving us essays. We just need a, a quick bullet point. Get to the point. Oh, don't tell, don't tell him. Don't tell him that we need a quick bullet point. Because have you noticed that every one of his feuds only lasts two weeks? <laughs> His feuds are bullet points. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if you look back on, on all of his feuds, yeah, because he already went from um QT for, Jer for Jericho, that shit was mad quick. He went to um, what what was it? Brody Lee, that shit ended mad quick. Um, then it, then it was who? Uh, Lance Archer. That was mad quick. Yeah, that was quick. Um, then we also have who else? Penta. I don't even remember that rivalry. You don't remember? Oh Penta? shit, that was like two months ago. Oh shit, yeah. When he when he first started talking about his his baby and shit. Wow, 
wow, bucko. And then you have KT <laughs> two weeks oh, later, and now it's Anthony Ogogo. It's like, why why aren't you fighting QT at double or nothing? I thought he was going to announce, I finally can go for the AW championship. I thought yeah. that's what he was going to announce. It would have been better. I thought he was going to announce an internet championship for Dark. Because I, I thought he could try to do something. I think announcing the fact that he's going to go by American Dream would would have it sucks more than us us actually hearing it for the first time surprise like I think that's what he should have did waited to the actual double or nothing change his entrance or whatever the case may be and go with the American Dream theme and then the announcer for the first time American Dreams Cody Rhodes I think it would have been more impactful that way been more over you know it would have been more over with the fans. We didn't need a boring ass fifteen minute promo that sounded kind of anti Black Lives Matter at, at, at first, and I know that's not his intention. But I it don't know. Like they're, all, they're, all, they're all Republicans. <clears throat> yeah, but you know, obviously, every, sing, every single Matter every single one of the leaders are Republicans. But you know, anytime you start speaking politically on a show. Of any kind like this, especially in the climate we're in, like, bro, Palestinians are getting killed by Israelis right now, and America is Colombians, are, Colombians are getting turning, killed, killed by the government, and and Colombia. and America's turning blind eyes. So it's kind of weird to choose a political promo in this on this day. Like, it just didn't work for Cody. Do I like the name? Yeah, I do. It's cool. It's a cool nod to his father, but. We don't need you to keep glorifying Dusty. We know what kind of legend he, he was. We know what impact. And we get a tribute to Dusty yearly. Yearly at this point. So, like, come on, bro. We don't need you every time. Your whole character is I'm Dusty's son. You try yeah. to escape that shit, and you're just steering into it in AEW. I'm Dusty's son. Nice. I got any final thoughts on the Cody Rose promo? We already body bagged it. The, the adrenaline. <laughs> that shit the was adrenaline. Crazy. The adrenaline has left my soul. It has left his soul. That shit yeah. Was I mean, let's let's put it in a Darby Island body bag and get it the fuck out of here. Let's move on. We got SCU versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Tag Team Championships. And I got bars. Can somebody remind me? Um, what do we have? What what was the what are they doing? In a couple weeks, can somebody remind what? It's like, oh yes, that's right. They have a fucking just just their their flagship event, just their number one event in AEW. That's all that's happening in a few weeks. That's all it is, you know. It's not like they need they they need a big high profile tag team match. Um, You know, I don't I don't think they need you know a, a instant classic between legendary wrestlers have been in the game in a tag team for like ten plus years on both sides of the ring and, you know, with a big stipulation on the line. I don't think we needed that at the number one event of the year. I think we needed it on a random dynamite where, (laughs) you know, people could probably choose to skip it, you know, or like, Oh man, it's not important. It's not built up enough. Fuck it. Just throw it on. That's pretty much what the fuck they did. How you build up this shit for like two, three months now, these guys are what? What we said earlier, like 11 and 0? 11 and 1. Asterix. And you throw this on a regular fucking dynamite? 
a week after Blood and Guts, too. Week after Blood and Guts, two weeks before the flagship event. Yeah, like, why is it in the mix in the middle of it? But we get to it later, but why, too, also? Remember what they said later, the announcement, but still, like, I, I well, I thought the match was dope between both sides like that that was a great match but i understand what y'all both saying like that that was stupid they could have put that on the fucking pay-per-view where it's supposed to be you know what i'm saying Bro, like that was a career changing match for daniels and for yeah that should have been held to that standard you want to give us the the intro video? That, that was that was the wrestlemania payoff at the end pretty much pretty much we should have felt chills we should have been so invested in this match that by the end of the match, when they fucking lost, yeah, at that, when they lost, we should have felt that hug between Christopher Daniels and Kazarian. The fans should have been weeping. Yeah. The, the the crowd should have been like like Undertaker just lost his streak. You didn't give us that because you threw it on a random dynamite. We needed that couple weeks. You only built this shit, this rivalry between them for two weeks. Yeah, because they had that fatal four-way. They showed up. Hey, Bucks, we don't like how your new attitude is. Then the next week, do little promos on on, uh, BTE and shit. And then what? This week, you fucking throw the match on a regular Dynamite? This ain't even a special Dynamite, bro. Nah, this was just a regular... You, you know what they should have done? I'm going to tell you what they should have done. They should have had this match today, but instead of SCU losing, they should have had all ego Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky come out, cost the Young Bucks the championship, have SCU win, and then have a literal double or nothing. And I'm talking about having um, the Good Brothers and the Young Bucks versus SCU and Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. That's the real double or nothing right there. Winners, winners guess the tag team championship. Winners, winners take, takes the titles. Yeah. Winners takes the titles and they have to face each other for it. That's That would have been awesome. Double or nothing. That's a good book. That would have been awesome. But instead, they threw it on the regular Dynamite and that's really that's really my the basis of my issue with the match because the match itself, awesome. It was fire. Um, the it was fire. They had blood. They had everything. Like the, the emotion was there, but the fact that it it wasn't hyped long enough. It wasn't. We didn't. They didn't make us care enough. Yeah. Because to, in, in reality, especially me, that I I tend to stick to dynamites and I update myself on darks. I'm watching dynamite to get invested. This is the show that I, as a casual rock, uh, you know, watcher, I'm gonna. Go to Dynamite to see what everything's happening. And so far, those 11 wins, 90% of them are on dark. Yeah. You yeah. haven't built them as a strong team on the on the on the big show. So so to throw this on a on a random episode, it was lackluster to me on that regard. I don't think the Bucks should have won, especially at Dynamite. Um, to split a legendary team like that. That was bullshit. Yeah, uh, could have waited two weeks. You really could have waited two weeks because what's not gonna happen? SU is gonna be like, um, well, we kind of got a little bit screwed, so you kind of want to ignore it again. Do you want to ignore the fact we lost again? Again, keyword again, you want to ignore it again, 
and let's try it again in two weeks. You can't even do that. It, it's sad. Who are they gonna face? Who are they gonna face at double nothing now? They facing Moxley and Kingston. Why? Why? Because what? Because remember, what? King, Why? Because Moxley and Kingston went into their locker room, destroyed it, and blah blah blah. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. That that, that happens actually right after, which I got bars for too. I think what they said that why was it a Kingston, Kingston and, and, and Mark's problem is with Kenny. That's what this I was saying. Stupid. This shit is stupid. All right. What do you guys rank the match before we move on to that? Nah, the match was fire though. It like I like um they did a lot of reversal. There was a lot of hard. I will give it like an eight point five. Like, like that a was a times we thought that they could have lost when you know a lot yeah, of yeah. Uh, they did a lot of good tag team moves like SCU. There was a lot of um tandem moves that they were doing on them. That yeah, was I fire. give this a nine. I give this one a I nine. I give it like an eight point five. And then they had a lot of storytelling. The match was good though. Even though I, we talking about some other bullshit, the match itself the match was itself fire. was fire. Well, you know what I mean? It was one of the better matches of the night, which makes it even worse to now that we think of it because that could have been a good match for a pay per view. You know what they could only have to do? All they have to Mania is in two do, weeks. do vignettes, like two weeks of vignettes. You know what I mean? Back and up. Forth. All the yes. their careers, 20 years, everything like that. Make it a whole big build up. The last week with the, the go home show dynamite before the pay per view. All right. Have them two see each other in the ring. And then that's it. So what's your final number on this? No, nah, I give it 8.5. The match. What about at, you, Focus? The match, match. I give it a six. A six because of everything else? Yeah. <laughs> right. Everything else kind of brought down the rank for him. I'm going to keep that. You got you to you you make sure you got to have the right atmosphere for this match. Because if you, you know what? If you have, regard, I'll bring it down. I'll bring my Because put it like this. What, what, if, what if you put Omega and Okada and, and New Japan Pro Wrestling strong? Would it be? Would it have been the same match? Hell no. Hell no. You need that. You need that fucking. Um, if it, it like put say 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 like whatever, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. Could that have worked in any other and and on Raw or something? No, because nah. look look at look at Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar, which is essentially kind of the same match. It was trash in comparison because of the venue it was in. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. That brings my rank. With that being said, that does bring my rank down to like an eight from a nine. I give it an eight point five. I'm good. Yeah. So, moving on to the next segment, which is fucking stupid. <laughs> Moxley and Kingston trash the least locker room, and why? Why it's fucking stupid? Where are they? Where are they at? Where's the elite? Did yeah. you just miss the fact that they just won the tag team match? Did you, you just miss the, the fact that Don Callis, <laughs> the Good Brothers, and the Young Bucks are right there, right in the ring? And you're here. Where are they? Where's the elite? You guys look fucking stupid. And this is consistently with this storyline. Consistently. The hallway. Yo, this storyline story can only be compared to if somebody... if. Calling um Seth Rollins a pooper scooper. <laughs> <laughs> this has been consistent, whether it's Kingston and Mox supposedly destroying 
their their RV or whatever it was, and them running out that cringy ass segment. It, it's stupid. Whether it's that or it's the stupid explosive ring from the last pay per view. This entire storyline with Mox, Kingston, and the Elite is garbage. Like yo, they could garbage. Be- you like- just overshadowed SCU's. Uh, legacy as a tag team to put these two jackasses in a tag team match in two weeks? Two guys who yeah. can't find five members who are right there by the ring? Yes. In the, stupid. In the hallway on their way over there. You can meet them in the hallway. Like, what are you talking about? This you is know stupid. The it's stupid. The match I'm just sorry, but... Ended. You literally still hear their music. The match ended. Like <laughs> that's what I'm that, saying. You still hear the music. See him in the <laughs> it's like I get it. AW tries to be comedy based, but there is such thing as stupid comedy, <laughs> as unfunny comedy, and that's what it is. Their fucking comedy has been cringy. This yeah. this new this new young bucks and shit. I like the attitude. But a lot of the shit they've been doing is cringy with the elite in general. Yeah, especially the you know who's cringy? The Good Brothers. They mad cringy, bro. I think they they're, the, want, they're the worst aspect. They I love the Bucks. Game, but like a lot of their they're game the worst jokes, aspect of the elite. The like that's what I, like, I don't mind Don Callis as much. You know what I mean? I Kenny, like Don Callis in the. Group. I'm not even tripping on Don Callis. Kenny, he's a high, he's a prick. You know what I mean? So he's kind of growing on me. But the Good Brothers is the one who really brings that. Sh- they like they how make the game jokes. How many masturbating jokes are we like, gonna hear? Like their jokes in and week out before these two motherfuckers actually do something in the ring. Like yo, like, did they forget they lost their Impact Tag Team titles? Like, Shouldn't them as elite maybe go back and get those Impact titles so they could walk around with the Impact Champion? I mean, perception perception is only everything. It's only everything. You're right. And this oh. is perceived as trash. Trash. <laughs> trash. So let's yeah. move on. We got Christian Cage entering himself in the Casino Battle Royal, along with uh, Matt Seidel, who decided to step up to Christian Cage in that moment and announce he's doing the same thing. And also take the spot of the Team Taz um, um, contract that Christian put forth Whoever wanted to sign it could fight him next week. So he's not Team Taz and somehow had access to that contract. Don't ask me how, but that's the story. Um, AEW is the explanation. Um, <laughs> both of them say they're going to be in the Casino Battle Royal, and then they're going to fight next week. Any thoughts on that? No. I think that's going to be a dope match. I'm interested to see the match. But yeah, pretty, pretty dope. I haven't really got nothing else to think about. It, it was all. just stupid. Logically... So Matt Seidel got the contract from Team Taz and signed it himself. Because here's the thing. Uh, 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 you're not going to know this because you didn't watch Dark, but Powerhouse Hobbs basically knocked Mike the fuck out. Yeah, yeah, so then yeah, Mike yeah. came yeah, out and it basically, they basically teased a beef between Team Taz and the Seidel brothers. And I am guess kind of sort of Matt Seidel facing Christian is Matt's way of saying that, hey, since Team Taz couldn't do it, I'm going to show you that the Seidel brothers could do it as a way of saying that we're better than them. If you're trying to reach to make it make sense. The only thing that would make it make sense is 
next week during that um one on one team task comes out and beats the there shit. There is, yeah. Oh, they definitely are. And then it creates a drama it because Matt Sidal, the Sidal brothers and Christian versus Team Task. It's the only thing that makes sense in that. And that's that's what's, that's what's gonna happen in double or nothing. Okay. But yeah, three ways. Ricky Stark's Ricky Stark is injured, so oh it's time so for Hook to step up. We're gonna have to get get busy. <laughs> We're gonna have to tell Hook, yo, Hook, get on the ring apron. Yeah. yeah All right, so let's move on from that segment. We got the AEW Championship Eliminator match. I guess every match that has uh AEW Championship implications is called an Eliminator match, even though there's no elimination. Yeah, because they because because they eliminate them from the ranking. <laughs> okay. I guess, <laughs> I guess, even though they kind of just dropped down in the rank, but okay. Um, we got Orange Cassidy versus the Boston Pac, which was actually a really great fucking match, but it ends in the first ever, to my knowledge, in AEW, the first ever double countout. That's what they said. That was the first one in their whole. They whole they don't do that's they, a lie. That, that's that's a, a lie. My knowledge. But for the nope. most part, they don't do that. First, 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 um, first double countdown was on the dark. That's the first double countdown on dynamite. Okay, so first so double countdown on dynamite. They don't do a lot of DQs and fuck finishes. They yeah. usually have straightforward. According to, according to Tony Khan. Yeah, according to Tony. So I missed, I missed something that happened. Like there was some situation where Orange Cassidy was knocked out already. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, that, like that, that 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 giant power bomb that he did knocked him the yeah, fuck like out. He put him to sleep, and then I guess and then Pac- and Joe Pac-, Pac had to had to make Orange Cassidy kick out. So, but we we have some that was like a little match too. We had Kenny Omega come in there while the referee was distracted and hit uh, Pac in the back of the head with the title, and then they both was out for the count. That's what that. led to the double count out. Um. But the, I didn't catch that part that um Ars Cassie got knocked out. Yeah, it like, was that it was that high angle yeah, power bomb. That's when um Don Callis came out. Cause I that's what I thought too, folks. I thought like he either, either hurt himself or it was like a little botch. Cause the way like he was down for a little minute, and I know he was about to go for the pin, but I didn't see Orange um really Pac, Pac, Pac no, had to answer up his own pin. That's what I'm saying. You feel me? I didn't catch that. So I, I was distracted by um Don Callis. Yeah, then he comes out talking. Pac would have won with that. Would have won with that power bomb. But he was like, "Oh shit, he's not kicking out." Yeah, because he's yeah. supposed to kick. Yeah, kick, and then that's when they got into the segment with Don Callis. I guess that's when they, they did the finish. Yeah. So, so after the double count out, uh, Kenny celebrating, acting like he has no contenders, and then <laughs> we have Tony Schiavone coming out with news from Tony Khan that is going to be a triple threat match, which. Was supposed to be shocking. Like, is this the first triple threat match in AEW? Nah, no. They built it like it was supposed to be shocking. So, Kenny Omega is gonna. It, it's, it's, only, it's only shocking because it's only shocking because they stole it from WWE. Did they though? Everybody does triple threats. They got In the past month, WWE has done like at least four or five triple threats. This one felt a little rushed because there was really no interaction between Pac or Orange Cassidy. I seen Orange Cassidy press um Kenny though, but like Pac really hasn't been putting in no like promo work or anything at all to be in this match. He just did the, the he just been getting his wins up. 
But it is what it is. You know what I mean? I ain't tripping. I know that's going to be a dope match. All three of them could go. So I know that's going to be a dope pay-per-view. But I don't see the, I don't see either one of them taking it from Kenny right now. I don't see that happening either. Um, but let's let's move on. We have the elite reacting to the trash locker room, making an announcement that next week they'll face the varsity uh varsity blondes and um completely overlooking the fact that they just said they'll be facing them. They put the challenge to John Moxley and Eddie Kingston for the week after at double or nothing, completely overlooking SCU's. Um, legacy, completely shitting on them and yeah. completely shitting on the Varsity Blondes, making them seem like they're not even real contenders because you're looking through them to the next contenders. Yeah. Good job, Elite. You really put people over this week. Best tag team division, hands down. <laughs> in the world. So um, we also got another promo from Hangman Page surrounded by um, the Dark Order, and he issues a challenge to Brian Cage at Double or Nothing, and we have um, Silva pretty much gushing at the fact that um, Hangman made a Double or Nothing pun. So, good to see Silva back on TV. <laughs> but then we get the coronation of the pinnacle. No, wait, they, they, he didn't even tra- challenge the FTW championship. For what? <laughs> For what? He's already in the eighth rankings. For what? They don't even have a rank for that. Um, I just steal it and say it's mine. It's, it's the same thing, right? So we got the coronation of the pinnacle, and this was trash. Um, trash, <laughs> trash. Why? Because you I, basically I shit. Trash. This trash. E. We doing this? Is it's trash? And this is my reason why it's trash. How many times a week do you hear them shit on WWE? How many? How many? How many times out of the two years AEW's been in existence? They shit on them, throwing the subs and shit. Why is it? Do do you feel like it's okay to steal a storyline that is historic in WWE and not only copy the story um, line aspect of it, but you do it horribly? They try to recreate the Stone Cold with the beer yeah, truck, yeah, soaking know. the rock, soaking the corporation, and you mean, you mean that, Kurt Angle soaking soaking the alliance with milk. They couldn't even top that. Word. <laughs> couldn't even top that. The Kurt Angle one. They had a little bit of the bubbly shooting out of a truck that was obviously too far to fucking catch these guys. These guys are selling the shit like. They're actually getting tripped over the fucking thing. It's sprinkles hitting these guys, and they're they're throwing themselves all over the mat and trying to sell it like it's the greatest thing since the first time or the second time, and possibly a third time we saw it in WWE. I don't know though. It is what you it is. You can't keep shitting on the competition and do everything in your power I agree. to be exactly what you're shitting on. Yeah. And you know what? I don't know. Maybe it's starting to become cringe to Jericho and MJF shit that's been going on for so long. They had this story been going on for months now. And it's like, yo, it's, it's like, let's move the fuck on. Y'all had bad promo after promo after promo going back at each other. Like a lot of cringeworthy shit, yo. That dance off shit y'all did. 
this shit. I think they redeemed redeem themselves since they went. Like we could go all day on, man, with the inner circle. But I agree with you. They have a lot of cringy shit, and like, this segment was one of them. We had the returning Chris Jericho, who wasn't just killed last week. Don't was having a heart attack about. Like I get it. They said his arm was injured off that. He did come with a little brace on his arm. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to believe in two weeks this guy can fight in stadium stampede after getting thrown yes. off of typically yeah. a hell in the cell and getting put through a metal ramp. Yes. But stadium stampede is mostly like pre-shot and like that shit ain't no real wrestling shit. The only thing that came out of this segment that was interesting was the fact that um MJF uh, accepted the challenge from the from the inner circle with the stipulation that if the pinnacle wins, inner circle disbands and they're done forever. Yeah, they gotta break so up. That's the only interesting thing coming out of that. Um yeah. before we move on and we wrap up this show, let's take one more quick break to the sponsors, the you know, the guys that keep the lights on, keep this kayfabe Avenue train moving, and we'll be right back after these messages. And we're back. And we left off with the inner circle um, getting their challenge accepted by MGF and the Pinnacle with the stipulation that if they lost, that the inner circle will be disbanded forever. So any kind of like final thoughts on that situation before we put it to bed? Nothing but garbage guy, you know. <laughs> nah, I really ain't got much to say. Um, I thought it was cringe, but I'm glad to see another stadium stampede match with, you know, and now with this stipulation on top of it. Last year, that shit was fun, you know what I mean? But it's cinematic shot, but I enjoyed it, so I'm interested to see how that match. He did a lot of shit, and Sammy, Sammy was the MVP of that last year, so, so definitely expect him to be showing out this year, too. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? I'm just, I, I want to see the match again, but that's about it. I got nothing else to say about it. All right, so let's move on. We got Jim Ross doing a sit-down interview with Dr. Britt Baker, and I got to say, one this of the best fire. promos of the night. This is, was fire. One of the best promos tonight. I think JR is best when he's doing like this kind of sit down interviews and you know this yeah. intimate setting. It worked back then in WWF when he did it with Triple H and he did it with The Rock. Got some of the best uh, promo work from them. Some of the most memorable stuff. Obviously, the, the game, I Am the Game came out of that. And you know, The Rock's little presidential um, promo, which is memorable. So JR works best when he's intimate with the wrestlers. And this was a, a, another showcase of that. And Britt Baker, I think she's just been on a fucking roll, bro. Yeah. Promo-wise, work ethic-wise. You stuck to game. Britt Baker up. of year one AW is not the Britt Baker of year two. And yeah. I definitely see her pulling this belt off of Sheeta. Yeah, it's time. She got the attitude. She got the look now. She found she found she found her uh, her niche, and I'm proud of her. She came a long way this year. Once she got that heel turn, she started bodying this role, and she just been improving. And now she's getting her wins up. She's right where she needs to be. We caught it a couple months ago. If it wasn't gonna be Tay, it's gonna be her. You know what I'm saying? She's ready, so I'm not even tripping. So I like this promo. This is what I was about to say. This is the type of shit that they should have done with like SCU building with the with you know what I mean, going into double or nothing with 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 the um young bucks, but you know what I mean, Britt Baker got one and this one is fire. You know what I'm saying? This one is fire. So I'm that's all I really gotta say about that. That dope segment though. That was a dope segment. Yeah, I did I did like it too. Um pretty much taking her claim for that belt. 
and as as she should. She um, yeah, she's been she's been she deserves it. She's been putting in work. Next up, we got a crazy quick squash match: Thunder Rosa versus Jasmine Allure. And this was pretty much like, bitch, I'm here, I'm winning, I want my next title shot. That's really what this was like. Yeah, she was ran in through this chick. This was like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, this was like five. And right through it, and you know, Thunder Rosa pretty much tell, yelling to the camera, "It's my time." I want the belt, so it looks like she's going to go after the NWA Women's Championship again. So I would love to see Thunder Rosa versus Serena again. Yeah. The first time they did, it was probably, till this day, it's probably one of the best women's, straight-up women's wrestling matches in AEW. Yeah. Um, not including like, the Britt Baker, no holds barred, um, unsanctioned match. Yeah. But, yeah, this, this match was fucking amazing. So if that's where we're leading with this, yeah, I can't wait to, to see that. And, you know, I'd love to see Thunder Rosa with that belt again. Yeah. So, we'll see that with a rematch with Baker down the line, you know what I mean? For the AEW belt, obviously, she looked like she signed. She's on the roster on the on the website, so. No, yeah, Thunder Rosa is officially AEW. Yeah, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing her, you know what I mean, her and Britt Baker part two for that belt. You feel me? Because I already know the promo game between them two is going to be fine because they already got history. So that one just basically writes itself. But yeah. All right. So um, next up, we got another up-and-comer on cutting promos. We got Shivani talking to Jade Cargill. And so Shivani pretty much tells her, like, you're the hottest free agent in, in wrestling right now. Yeah. And... um. He was asked. Uh, he was asking about you know who she who she thinks she might side with. We got QT trying to you know join join her up with him. We have um, what's her name? Um, Vicky Guerrero. We got a couple people vying for her attention. And Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy too. And Matt right? Hardy as well. So Jade was pretty much like I'm nobody's um like Dozier. Pretty much I'm I'm my own boss. Nobody's the boss of me. Um, that bitch, and that's how she left it. She said that she's gonna, she's listening and she's considering, but she's nobody's employee and and nobody's the boss of her. Word. So um, you know, big things. She she definitely got a bright future on her. And finally, we move on to the TNT Championship, Miro versus Darby Allen. Now, if you was paying attention from the beginning, you saw the little spoiler when we was. Um, doing the rank systems. Yes, it's true. Miro has defeated Darby Allen. Miro is a champion in AEW. Was it deserved? That could probably be questionable. Um, but the matchup, I don't even think the matchup was that good, quite honestly. Nah, it was a it was like a nah, but he Darby was fighting. He did get some offense off, but a lot of it That's was my problem. But, he got but offense off. Yeah, but but Mur Muro still look was looking dominant through the whole match. You know what I mean? Was he though? A little something. Little it's it, it's the same problem I had. What was it last week? The week before, Brian Cage versus Hangman Page. Brian yeah. comes out, jumps him, destroys him before the match, and then goes on to have a 10, 15 minute match. Yeah, they were just filling up the time. Same thing up. happened here. Yeah, they were filling destroys up time. Him. He destroys him before the match starts. Destroys him, then when the bell rings, you going 10 15 minutes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'll make your super heavyweights look like super heavyweights. Yeah. It doesn't. I don't think Miro's a beast after this. If you <laughs> was a real beast, you'd have broke that twig ass dude in half. Yeah, five and minutes. The bell ring, do two more maneuvers, and it's over. Yeah, facts. You're literally yeah. dragging him around the whole ringside, throwing him through barricades, on barricades, and doing all type of shit. Why? This guy should be done. He should be finished. You're Miro. You're a monster. You got at least 200 pounds on this dude. It's not believable to me. I, they, I were, they were filling up time, though. They did start that in that, that main event a little bit early. They could have had another vignette or something like right before the match. Cause that, that shit, it was like a good. They should have put this match where the Young Bucks match was and put the Young Bucks match. The main event. event. And that's another thing. You didn't even give SCU the main event. That would have been a main event. Somewhere in the middle. Yeah, that was crazy. They should have did the main event. That should have been a main event. and it was a better match, that tag team match. Oh uh, yeah, by far, by far. I give this match probably a seven. Honestly. I give it, I give it a seven. You know what I mean? It's all right. It was. Like, just, it wasn't horrible. Like how the fuck, man, bro? Believability, bro. You got a super heavyweight against somebody he could crush in one hand. But yo, Mero, how you get a title shot? He only had like one match, I think, on Dark after the stupid Penelope Ford and Kip Sabian shit. The thing about open challenges. And now he get a fucking title. And now he is the champion. Like, how the fuck that happened? Y'all just skipped the whole fucking line of people with Hangman Page and everybody else putting in more work. He was he was on the ranking last week. He was? No, he wasn't. I don't remember. Yes, he was. Yeah, he was. He was where he was at five. Probably. I no, think. I think he was two. Nah, he wasn't no two. No, four. Two. He was four. Nah, he I was don't four. know. The first three he been on four. this for like for like weeks. He was four. Nero was in, was four last week. All right. So I don't know. That's crazy. That's crazy. He just skipped a whole lot of people, but it is what it is. And it looked like Lance Archer, like at the ending, he's gonna there's probably gonna be a little feud with him and Lance Archer for the belt. So Darby's probably gonna be sitting on. He probably got his own shit going on with Scorpio and that's probably why he gave up the title. I was hearing rumors about that. You think so? Because they he got that problem going on with him and staying at Ethan Page and Sky right now too. So maybe he about to go concentrate on that as well. Listen, I'm just happy that they're finally doing something with Miro that has nothing to do with Cape Kip Sabian or being the best man. And hopefully him being TNT champion, he completely removes himself from the best man gimmick. And just starts doing actually serious. starts being the beast that we wanted him to be from the beginning. Yeah. AW, listen to me. When you booking your super heavyweights against these twigs and you breaking them before the match starts, have them end quick. Have yeah. them be dominant. Come on, two weeks in a fucking row. It is what it is. But I thought the match was like a seven. I'm I'm good with that. Yeah, I'm, uh, the match was a seven to me. Focus. What do you give it? I don't know. I give it like a six. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not. My energy isn't deflating these numbers for you guys. But it's true. Not, I, it just, come on, the ring psychology. You got him. You got this that. match. This match. It, 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 from what I remember, like. Um, Darby did get a lot of offense off, and there was a lot of uh, forced finishes. You know what I mean? 
even though Mira was still hitting him with a lot of shit, he was still kicking out. And Mira was ragdolling him, but he shouldn't yeah. have had that much fight. You know what I mean? He still had a lot of fight in the match. That's why, you know what I mean? But I, I guess they were just filling up time and shit. I don't know. Yeah. Then Scorpio Sky, Eat the Page came out, interrupted the match with Sting, and then whatever the fuck happened there. All things that we probably won't even care about. <laughs> all, all, all that, and I guarantee you that none of them's gonna be both on double or nothing. <laughs> They're gonna be have on fun, the- have fun, have fun working in the casino battle royale. Ah, they having a Friday um dynamite special that that weekend. They having a special Friday dynamite. For all the wrestlers who don't wrestle on double. Well, or I nothing. think they have they have like a whole week. They have a uh, dark evolution, dark dynamite Wednesday, Thursday is off, and then Friday. Is is a special dynamite. It's like a two for one combo to go go there and double and nothing that's certainly and they had like a, like a fan fest that, that um Saturday. Fresh. So it's like the, I guess the new WrestleMania, the way they Fresh. look double or nothing now. Fresh. Oh man. Like this is real WrestleMania week. The way they slowly molding themselves and trying to clone themselves to <laughs> people that they shit on all the time. They have like a whole week of work of mad people gonna be wrestling, mad wrestling that we fade. Well, with that being said, I think overall uh, for the show, I think I give this show like an eight point five. It did have a lot of good uh, moments as far as the actual match quality. A little bit cringy yeah. in some of the promos, and you know a couple of questionable direction but overall it was a decent show um definitely recommend the new japan uh title defense scu um match bucks was definitely a great highlight i think those two segments definitely stole the show and anytime Britt baker's on the screen is pretty amazing so i definitely enjoy the show what do you guys rank the the show in general in general i give it a six it was decent for me Focus with the six and EA, what you gave it? I gave it an eight, eight, seven point five, eight ish around there. All right. So, with that being said, we could do this all day. EA, where can they find you? You can find me at EDOTA. That's at E.A on Twitter. We also in the Facebook group, K Feedback Facebook group. You already know, like, share, subscribe, hit us up, send me all your hate mail, your love mail, whatever. I answer all that shit back. You already know. All right, Focus, where can they find you? Find me on the Facebook group and kfabe underscore focus on Instagram. All right, and you can find me and us collectively at kfabe Avenue on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, Join the conversation. Like, share, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Speaking of subscribe, click on that support link on Anchor, on Apple, wherever you're listening to this uh, podcast. We're on all streaming podcast platforms. Check us out at kfabe Avenue. Click on that support link, uh, click subscribe, and donate. Donate what you can to keep the lights on, keep this KFA you train moving, and we could keep providing you all this great content. Um, I have been KFAB AJ, that has been E.A, and KFA Focus. This has been KFAB Avenue and the AEW Dynamite Wrap Up. That's all the AEW news for the week. Kenny, take us home. Bye. <laughs> and good night, bad!